Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Andrew Chow from the Asia Speakers, from the Asia Professional Speakers Singapore, and uh, I am the past president about seven years ago, and we are part of a team to promote this convention that we are doing in September, actually 31st August to 4th September. I'm so glad that today we're going to do a live interview up close and personal with Michael and Marty, which is two awesome and funny, really, really funny individual. And uh, really <laughs> awesome. oh, put the pressure on. Line it up, line it up there. <laughs> I feel that as a host, I'll be spoiling the show by talking too much. So why not we <laughs> let you guys talk about yourself and just tell us more about yourself. Let everyone know more about you and, of course, your latest project. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Pleasure thank to you, be Andrew. here. And hello, everyone. Yeah, so um, my name is Marty Wilson. I'm a, a global speaker, CSP, and a former Australian Comic of the Year. So up until about four months ago, I was uh, speaking all around the place and getting lots of travel and, and lots of seeing the world and, and enjoying doing speaking. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> and uh, and now, uh, but at the same time, I started a business with uh, Michael called the Speaker Business Accelerator. And so, Michael? Yeah, so uh, hi, everyone. I'm Michael Arnott. I run Encore Speakers, which is an international speaker agency uh, based in Australia and also in the UK. Uh, I've lived in Australia now for about three years. And prior to that, I had an event management business and an agency in the UK for about 10 years uh, before that. So I've got a good um, knowledge and experience of the international market. And I've actually been in events my whole career, which is only 10 years, yeah. <laughs> maybe a bit more. <laughs> yeah, so, so we, I guess our, our big, uh, you know, we speakers, we all love our taglines and our, um, you know, our positioning lines. Our big thing is that we're the only speaker training in the world that brings you experience from both sides of the stage. So Michael's behind the scenes in in, in the event business and a bureau business, and i am uh, been on stage for 12 years now, and before that, eight years as a stand-up comic. Yeah, so uh, my and Marty, I want to ask you guys a question. Did you guys work together because of COVID-19 or you guys were already long ago been working together? As yeah, we, we've been working together for some time. In fact, I've been uh, coaching speakers for probably about seven years. I used to run an academy as part of the bureau that I ran back in the UK. And then when I moved here to Australia, uh, one thing by being an agent is, is that you quickly uh, realize that uh, you get approached a lot by speakers, yeah. like an awful yeah. lot speakers because obviously yeah. you know speakers will contact me because they want to do want to be represented and hoping that yeah. they may get some bookings from the agency and of course it's very difficult for me because a lot of that um, approach means that you know speakers are not getting either a as many bookings as they really want or b the fees that they really want and so mm. usually there's a gap there um, and sometimes yeah. it can be for lots of different reasons and so that's when i've been helping speakers with it but it's probably been about 18 months now since marty yeah. and i come together to develop mm -hmm. the speaker business accelerator program which brings mm -hmm. together my experience and marty's experience uh in a um in, in a 90-day a platform yeah so because sure, we, we were talking about 18 months ago and I did my first ever keynote here in Australia 12 years ago and delightfully, I think because I'd been a stand-up comic for eight years and was pretty engaging on stage, I actually got a standing ovation from a room full of professional speakers. And then four years later, uh, I'd only done less than 10 paid professional gigs, so I had no idea how to sell speaking, how to run a speaker business. And that's yeah. when we started talking about all the things I wish I knew 12 years ago and all the stuff yeah. that Michael was coaching and yeah. we thought, put those together and create yeah. our thing called the Speaker Business Accelerator. And that, that's the thing that's missing for a lot of speakers. And actually, it's something, in my experience, in business in general. You know, people are usually, you know, very good speakers. They're very passionate about what they do. 
they're very uh, oh, they you know they might be a very good window cleaner, a, um, a very good plumber, or whatever. But there's two other mm. parts of the business. Um, you know, there's the customer part, and there's also the actual running of the internals of the business itself. And so, you know, if I you see. want to run a business where it's um, sustainable, it's successful. Mm. Um, then you need to know those other parts of the business too. It's not just about being a brilliant speaker. Um, in fact, that's kind of a prerequisite for us. Um, and that's yeah. what we're going to talk about in our session uh, for you guys. Yep. So, are you waiting for us to get onto that? <laughs> yeah. So, so, so tell us more about what you even talk about during our convention because uh, we have our promotional material here. So, yep. this is the one, this is something that we prepared. So tell us more about uh, the, maybe give us a sneak preview of what are we expecting from your speech? Mm. Yeah, well, I guess there's there's um, a few main takeaways that we're going to give over to people. And, and I guess one of the big ones is how to access from uh, what you've already got in your speaker business. Like we're suggesting to people, don't go totally reinventing yourself. Like uh, mm. I, I already speak about resilience and change. And so all of a sudden, there's all these people saying, I speak about resilience, I speak about resilience, I speak about resilience. And uh, people sort of desperately trying to very quickly um, change what they talk about. We're saying, don't do that. We'll show you how to find what you've already got in your in your bank of content that all, all really good speakers have mm -hmm. and how to bring that forward in a way that uh, to match the needs that the market currently has. Yeah, and that's, a, that's an important point. Uh, the, uh, one of the other things that we're going to uh, really bring through is, um, is what is in demand at the moment? What are people really wanting? And this is internationally that I'm finding with clients, not only in Europe, uh, but Asia, the US and um, in, in Australia as well. You know, what are the things that, are, that people are really looking for that any speaker can have success with um, at the moment, regardless of what your topic is. And actually, um, uh, one of the things that we will bring is we have an example of one of our clients, uh, one of our coaching clients, a speaker who, who has used uh, four parts of, uh, of the methodologies that we, uh, that we give for people and mm -hmm. show how now he's so busy um, he's got mm. enough work now to get him through until March next year. He actually can't take on any more clients. And wow. that's during COVID. So not only has he launched his business during COVID. Because he, he wasn't a speaker. He was just yeah. a consultant and a trainer yeah. before he started working with us. And now so he's, actually, he's launched a speaker business and now he's booked up until March next year. Yeah. Sure. Actually, we have a pre-recorded video of you uh, talking about okay. your gifts of the convention. So why not we wrote a video right now? And sure. then you can fill up uh, whatever you think that it's some update to what you have spoken. Hi, sure. it's Marty Wilson and Michael Arnott here. We are the creators of the Speaker Business Accelerator and we'll be speaking to you in September. And our session is going to be called How Speakers Should Be Marketing Themselves Right Now and for the next 18 to 24 months because the speaking market has changed. Absolutely, it has. And, and my experience as an uh, agent selling speakers all over the world is that uh, not only is the market changed, but also what speakers have to provide has changed. And I don't just mean that in the way that you're delivering with virtual sessions. So what does the demand look like for that? But also what's going to happen around the corner? When are events coming back? And when they do come back, uh, we want to give you the technique, the simple technique where every speaker can find what it is in their content that's going to be absolutely relevant for people, as Marty says, in the next 12 and 24 months. So I look forward to speaking to you in September. We'll give you this one tip that any speaker can use to get, it's not recreating a whole new keynote like some people think they need to do. It's just finding the stuff you already have and bringing it to the front for the next 18 to 24 months. Looking forward to sharing it with you.
So actually, I have a I have a question, and this sure. is not planned. But I want to ask you something. <laughs> you talk about the market has changed. Yep. What has really changed? What are buyers really looking forward to today? In a post in the COVID era, we're not out of the woods yet. Mm. What are they looking for in the area of learning and development? I think the biggest thing that anyone can look at, and we'll we'll dive right into this in the session. But the biggest thing is to is to really look at um, first of all, who are your target clients? You know, get re and I know that sounds like a stupid thing, right? It sounds like a really kind of uh, basic, a very very basic basic thing. But but quite often a lot of speakers is like everyone. I can speak to everyone. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's that's not yeah, the truth. So the first thing is you'd be really specific with who are your client groups, and then once you've identified who your client groups are, it's at that point then that you can work out what pain are they going through? You know, what really, you put yourselves in their position, what pain are they going through that you then solve for them? So rather than doing the, um, you know, what 99.9% .9 of speakers quite naturally do, which is you're so passionate about your subject that you just push all the great stuff that you're good at out mm. there, rather than doing that, you need to really focus on what the client is looking for and what the client needs. And when you can reverse engineer it, and we'll we'll show you a process on how you can do that, you can really get to grips with what the demand in the marketplace is specifically for the people that you are aligned towards, specifically for those clients that will want to buy you. Um, and that's the key thing because that makes it so much easier. When everything's aligned, you no longer have a sales process to do. It's just a negotiation and, yeah. and uh, uh, taking an order. And that's the last thing that we'll cover in our session is all about how to infuse all that into your marketing and your promotional materials and mm. the content you're pushing out there, how to, to talk yeah. directly to the pain that your key target clients, like your ideal target clients are currently feeling at the yeah. moment. And we're actually gonna take you through a process, as I mentioned before, of one, uh, giving you an example of, uh, of of one of the speakers that's just done that process, mm. using yeah. speaking to fill up their diary, uh, to, to get them uh, you know, more income than he's had over the past two to four years uh, through his speaking business um, and, uh, and busy up until March next year. We'll not just give you uh, the theoretical examples, but the practical examples, step-by-step -step of what he did, even down to uh, you know some questions you can ask customers and the process that you can go through uh, to make sure that sure. you close the deals. Sure. So uh, the theme of our convention is write the future. The acronym mm -hmm. is WTF, not the one that you normally say, but it's <laughs> write the future. So I, I think everything is, everything is about the future, right? So mm -hmm. how can your topic really help us to plan or get ready for the future? Or yeah. what do you think the future is like, like 24 months from now? Do you think we will be like a hybrid thing? The events are not fully back, but yet we cannot abandon virtual. Mm. What is your thought about that? Look, look, Andrew, um, you know, everyone uh, was talking about change well before now. Everyone was, you know, the futurists were like the, uh, you know, were the, the go-to speakers. Uh, you'd see a futurist at almost every event that you went to. People were hungry for kind of knowing that oh, we know that change is really quick and fast. And it's kind of like COVID has come along and said, you think that's changed? Hold my beer, you know, <laughs> like this. It's just been thrown upon us. It really, really has. And so those those parts in the marketplace, and we'll show you a couple of examples of um, of, of where um, in, say, for example, in corporate organizations, where in leadership and in sales, what's really happened to expose, uh, you know, real skills that people need. And, and it's those sorts of things that people are going to be looking for now and through until, um, you know, the next two, three years. 
I, I'd love to have a crystal ball. I can tell you that just today I was speaking to a client about um, a conference that they're running in November in Sydney, and that's a face-to-face -face physical conference. Um, so, you know, they are coming back slowly. There are organizations that uh, will hold, and particularly in-house things, you know, remember, um, uh, corporates and associations get their team members together every day when they're at work. And so for them, uh, you know, in-house corporate events, I think, are the first things that are going to come back. After that, we'll see, we'll look at, you know, public events, association events, those sorts of things, because there's a higher risk to them. And there's a higher risk to them because associations and other membership organizations hold events that have to make money. They have to at least wash their face, don't they? You know what I mean? Yeah. So they have to break even. And we know that we only break even on the on the last 20 or 30% of sales. And so oh. if we have the confidence that that's going to happen, we won't put the event on. So that part of the market is going to lag further. Um, so, but I'll, I'll, we can show some examples of what's happening in the marketplace in the session as to when events will come back. But also the fact that we're looking at, I mean, you know, our feeling is we've probably got three years where, you know, you really want to invest in, in your virtual stuff because, you know, sure. even the organizations, when they decide that they will do things, they're not going to do as many face-to-face -face events. There will be a huge, there will be a huge ramp up back of it, but you've got to remember how many organizations have found that they can get really, really good events run by saving an awful lot of money and not having to put their people into, you know, convention centers and pay for all of that sort of stuff. So I think events will be more regular. We'll get more sure. events happening. Um, and, uh, and virtual is here to stay forever. Sure. I have one last question before you go, and, 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 and I want to change things a little bit. You see, the role the speakers has greatly enlarged in the last few months. So there, were, there was a time I just need to dress up nicely, look handsome, be awesome, and, and just perform my gig, right? And after the keynote, I get a round of applause and I walk off the stage. Now you have to manage the show manage mm. the engagement and yeah. maybe even be your own technical producer so yeah, we, what we, we say it's like trying a good friend of ours uh, said it's like trying to fly the plane and serve the drinks at the same time <laughs> that's right and that's a good analogy so how should speakers be marketing ourselves in the next one two years should, should we change our destination should we expand our role how do we read that into a marketing message just one tip for any one of us the rest will get it from you in the convention. <laughs> <laughs> one yeah. big, one big tip is a, that that I would say. Do, do, do you? Nah, want, nah, sorry. You uh, one one big thing that I would say that you need to do is is absolutely one hundred percent focus on the value, right? Focus on the return on investment that people are going to get. Because if anybody is spending money right now, they're spending money because they really need to see what their return on that investment is going to be. So be absolutely crucially clear on what people are going to get out of a session that they do with you. Um, and that's so you know, while while the you know the, the technology is um, important and some people love the technology and switching units and 27 cameras and that sort of thing. Don't think you have to do that to get work in the future. It's more about ROI for the clients. Okay, so you heard it from the man themselves. <laughs> help the client market empathy, know their pain point, uh, ask them how you can help and make sure that you stay relevant. It's been a pleasure, Mike and Marty. Actually, you should have a show they call Mike and Marty. Actually, it's great. <laughs> I have coined that for you and make sure I have some revenue or some commission <laughs> the next time we have this show. The Mike and Marty show. <laughs> Thank you very much for being here and we really look forward to having you. It's only five weeks away. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we hope that when you get hold of this video, you can share it on your platform. Uh, that to. will help us a lot of ways. And I'm sure your followers will be delighted to follow you all the way to Singapore. And if we meet face to face again, we wish we were coming. We wish we were know, coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, one day you'll be here in Singapore, and I will bring you to the best chili crab in Singapore <laughs> if you like something spicy. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're going to keep you to that promise, my Yeah, Andrew. yeah. I, I was in about 10 years ago as a comedian. I've never been yeah. since. Loved yeah, it. yeah. Actually, I want to find an excuse to connect with you because I do need a speaker manager. I just keep <laughs> <laughs> So I look forward to it. And uh, thank you very much for being here. For those of you who are watching, uh, to sign for convention, this is the link Asia Professional Speakers Convention.com. That is video online. Keep your comments and keep the momentum going. So, my MRT, thank you very much. And we have to sign off now. See you in five weeks' time. Thanks, guys. Thank you.